0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Listen, the this, you know, Henry Lee, I mean, I remember if you did news, I mean, he was involved in so many court cases over the years, and he's now in his mid 80s. And the recent, basically, uh, it was basically decided that he had doctored some evidence. And. It opens up a lot of different questions, and we want to welcome in Jim Bergen from Shipman and Goodwin here on Brian and Company. Jim, how are you this morning?
1: Doing well, Brian. Thanks. Good to talk to you.
0: Yeah. So I, you know, this. How surprised are you at this, or not surprised, or or what? Oh yeah,
1: no, I'm very surprised. I'd worked closely with Henry Lee. He had been an expert in many of my cases as well. He had been essentially the father of forensics, not only in our country but internationally. And the first time I used to do this stuff talking to you guys was back in the OJ case. And I don't know how many of your listeners are old enough to remember that, but uh, you know, you may remember his testimony, a cockroach in the spaghetti, (laughs) (laughs) you know, talking about how poorly the, the case had been handled. And so it is very tragic to read about it, but that's what makes it news when somebody is the hero, he is the top of the top ends up being involved the way he is involved here it is something that's disturbing to everybody because we want to rely on something and, but we're all human.
0: So this, cause I remember, I, I'm sure you follow the case. I don't the, the The lab testing case in Massachusetts where they had to go back and overturn a whole bunch of convictions. Is this yep. something where now, and I mean, again, there's, Everything when you dealt with him was completely on the up-and-up professional and, and, and solid, Oh, yeah. Right? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, he, basically, he was the uh, gold standard, I was going to say platinum standard. He, there's nobody like Henry Lee. They built a whole forensic institute around him. People are—anybody who's in the forensic field knows him, and most of the rest of us know him anyway.
0: Well, that's true. And so my question is, are they going to have to go back and look at some other cases to make sure?
1: Well, there is no they, you know, doing that, True. you know, we don't Neither have the like they. this little, yeah, you're right. yeah the, the, the angels flying down. <laughs> so it's, it, it's going to be one at a time. Um, it's been, I mean, look, there's a lot of people who were onto the thing that you were just talking about. And so anybody who's got a case where the evidence of that sort is critical, you know, they scrutinize it. So I think you can be, you know, reasonably confident that there's people out there uh, who are willing to do this, uh, to, to, to try to pull them up, but to get really back focused on this case itself. Sure. There's another part of this that may be a little bit inside baseball, but this, this judge Bolden, um, living up to his name. I mean, he just a couple months ago, uh, overturned convictions in an antitrust case, very complicated. It's way past most people's understanding, including most judges. Uh, but basically the conviction, he said, no, this is not really a conspiracy. You don't have proof here. I'm throwing it out, even though the jury already found it uh, in the aerospace industry. And now he's saying, you know, the master, Henry Lee, is personally liable. Now, the interesting thing is that there will be no trial on liability. The only remaining question is, how much is it worth to spend 30 years in prison?
0: And he's got to pay it?
1: Well, yes, except for the state indemnifies him because he was working for the state and that's just how all these cases work. Um, so the insurance company for the state or the state itself ultimately is going to be liable uh, for, you know, certainly more than 10 million. I would say tens of millions when you got two people, 30 years, yeah. now, their lost earning capacity may not be that high compared to many others because you know, at that point in their lives, they were just thieves and burglars, <throat> but the, the enjoyment of life for 30 years, oh. I mean, geez, that's got to be, you know, I I do a lot of wrongful death cases and I usually say the lowest you can possibly get for the value of a year of life is 50 grand and the highest for the year of a year of life that a juror would ever probably acknowledge is like 250. And I think of it as sort of like a hundred is sort of a standard. And you, if you look at enough cases that's sort of how that goes, you know, a hundred a year, <laughs> well, 30 years, that's 30 million, you know, kind of at a, at a, at a, you know, basic. Um, that's, uh, I mean, it's 3 million plus, you know, the other guys, that's 6 million. And then if the jury were to decide, no, it's a lot worse than that than a hundred, you know, so it's a, it's going to be a big ticket, but the other thing is they cannot double collect. So if they resolve, if the state resolves this case, they're kind of
0: cornered. They have to resolve it.
1: Right. If they resolve it, they probably resolve all the cases. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: no, it yeah, makes makes, makes yeah. total sense. I mean, for me, I, I don't know. There's no price on if you were innocent and were in, incarcerated for that <laughs> long. I mean, I I can't imagine that. There's a number figure that that would make that okay. Having said that, I, this has always been a fascinating thing for me, Jim. It's it's completely kind of off topic, but since you brought it up, if you get that kind of judgment, do you do you have to pay taxes on it?
1: Uh, it depends if it's just the enjoyment of life. Absolutely not because you have a right to enjoy your life without paying taxes on that. Although some might argue, (laughs) uh, what you pay taxes on is what you earn. So that component of this, which would be lost earnings, uh, would be taxable, but they're probably not going to bother even accounting for that because, you know, teenage burglars living in a messy car, uh, how are you going to predict they're going to you know, their net earnings, Right, so you know they're probably not going to have to pay any taxes on Interesting. it. Interesting.
0: We're talking with Jim Bergen from Shipman and Goodwin here on Brian and Company. The last thing on 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 Dr. Lee, I mean, it, does how does this impact his legacy?
1: Well, that you know you can't erase all the amazing things he did, so he still has a legacy. This is just a big footnote. I mean. You know, it, you know, it's. It, I guess. If so, it, like
0: a, if so, it's tough to come in in when he's eighty-four. Yeah, no, you can't. There's not enough time to repair
1: that. <clears throat> but neither could anybody possibly have built credibility so high as he did. So, you know, it, it, this isn't like Pete Rose, who, you know, you know, there's a lot of people who feel strongly like you should never gamble on on the game you're playing. Uh, but look at that legacy he had beforehand. Um, you know, but there, people can think of people who have wonderful legacies and then they have a big, bad footnote, yeah. but that's what I think this is.
0: Okay. Well, that's the, the context of somebody who dealt with them directly and has a couple of decades experience. So that that's way more credible than, than my opinion, if I had one. So Jim, uh, thanks so much. Hope summer's going well and we'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Good, Brian. Thank you.
0: Uh, Jim Bergen All right. from Shipman and Goodwin. Really interesting stuff uh, on Henry Lee and the case uh, where he was found um, responsible for fabricating evidence. And we'll see what the, the numerical judgment is.